0: Hi, and welcome to the Virtually Yours podcast, Outsourcing Mysteries Exposed, the no BS hustle-free podcast for business owners who outsource or provide outsourcing services. I'm your host, Rosie Shiloh, virtual assistant advocate and owner of Virtually Yours, the Virtual Assistant Network. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. Welcome to today's episode of the Virtually Yours podcast. There we go. Hello, hello, everyone. It's Rosie Shiloh here. And uh, today I have Kasha Burke, who is someone I have, I feel like I know you so well, um, because of both of our online presence. And I think we really support each other's um, products and services. But today's our first actual real chat. Welcome.
1: Thank you, Rosie. I feel the same. And thank you for having me, first of all, but I do feel the same. It's like a first sort of face to face, but it feels like We've been in each other's fears for like ages, ages. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah, it's nice. So a little while ago, I was thinking about doing uh, a podcast around this topic, so imposter syndrome, which is something that I've always been really fascinated with. And I think that um, it's one of those things that really the current climate is like the perfect breeding ground, isn't it, for that to kind of really Mm. flare up and brew. What do you think?
1: Yes, the current climate and uh, personal experiences, it all meshes in together. So thank you for inviting me for this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's, let's just bring it this all up. This is my up.
1: jam. This is my jam, imposter syndrome.
0: Yeah, yeah. So do you, I mean, your presence online seems really calm and confident. Do you suffer from imposter syndrome? Oh,
1: I'm glad it comes across that way. Um, yes yes so, particularly because of the area that i work in um oh, yes of course in that whole spiritual genre um
0: i still Let's feel back very up much a a bit. Good. i forgot yeah. to sort of tell people about what you do so can you give us a bit of an outlay of what you do because then people will know what you mean by because of what i do
1: Okay, I would love to do that. And please feel free because I tend to waffle on. So if you want me to go in a particular way, <laughs> just, just push me that way. Uh, yes. So <clears throat> so I am a past life healer. So I can see past lives, soul's blueprint, like the reason why I came here. And I do a lot of healing work with that. I help um, individuals connect to their guides and basically see that there's more to them than just this human, you know, 3D physical being that we're not here like accidents of nature. And um, but unlike many spiritual people, I would not have said I was always spiritual. I was always, you know, seeing ghosts. In fact, I am still uncovering like all these puzzles of the, you know, uh, these pieces of this puzzle. um you know, like my family, and I want to give you a little bit of a background so you see where that imposter came in for me because I feel very much like a newbie in this industry, to be honest with you. I work with some amazing mentors who've been living, breathing, you know, this, uh, what are they, a witch, what are they, you know, a psychic or a medium. They've been doing this for like 20-plus years, right? And um, my family, so... I only just discovered this, you know, since I started doing this work that we're sixth generation psycho, I'm sixth generation psychic, But my mom and my grandma never officially did anything, right? And, um, you know, the odd aunt comes out and says, well, that makes sense. Now you did, you know, talk about your invisible friends when you were younger, you know, and you were so specific. And the way you described them, it sounded like they're like 1920s paper boy or a flapper. And how would a five-year-old notice? So... You know, they're bringing these pieces of a puzzle to me. But when I first started, let's say three years ago now, when I started going through this awakening, I, I didn't have any of these stories to go by. So the imposter syndrome was very big because essentially I am here telling people to believe in something that they don't see, but I see it and I feel it. <laughs> and then I'm working and then in the back I've got my big mentors who've been like I said living breathing doing this kind of work for you know such a long time and there's those that are very old school and very respectful you know like they they they, they have a certain way of doing this and you know being respect to, uh, respectful to the spirits they work with to the clients and then there's the new agey people so this whole spiritual sector is so beautiful, so loving, so welcoming, but it's very easy to feel uh, the imposter syndrome. Like, what do I know? Like, what, how can I be so lucky to be connecting with these divine beings and bringing through this information and, you know, talking to someone's loved one every time I feel like, you know, that imposter syndrome creeps up on me. Um, because especially when I first started, like I said, I didn't have this knowing. I didn't, you know, it's not like you go to university, let's say, to, and you study to be a dentist, right? And then you finish that and you get your certificate and you're like, okay, I'm a dentist now, right? Whether you're a newbie or not, you have that paper to kind of go like, here you go. This is a validation. I don't have a validation. I don't have this kind of paper, right? And so I really just had to learn how to overcome that sort of imposter syndrome.
0: Yeah, that is, yes, spot on. Um, And it's funny because I hadn't really thought about that so much when I asked you about how it's actually way more of a thing for you given the topic that you talk about. Um, And so I'm so, yeah, I'm so glad that we're talking about this today because there there are a lot of business owners out there who are struggling with it and they've got the physical evidence right there that they can use and they still struggle. So, you know, you don't have that. You've got so much more that's based on, you know, faith and believing in what you're presenting and faith in your faith in you and um i I think i think that's absolutely amazing so you've got to this point now where um you know i'm I'm guessing that it still crops up all the time but how are you getting to the point where you can keep showing up and and working through that
1: Um. I think the best way to answer it is the way I answer it for my students who are so keen to see spirits, so keen to get their gifts going. The thing is, it's not so much the exercises that you do or the techniques. It's a lot of it has to do with um, the wounds that you need to heal, the, the mindset that you need to change, you know, that perhaps the beliefs that you have that need to shift because if you feel unworthy of receiving these informations like you know who am i to be receiving this kind of information from these benevolent beings it's not that you feel unworthy in this particular area only you feel unworthy in other areas of your life if you don't trust what is coming through it's not just that you don't trust because you can't see you don't trust because you don't trust yourself that even without seeing, even, even without evidence, you still speak speak the truth. You still bring through information. Um, and the other thing is also given current circumstances in the situation, um, my guides are always saying, you know, look for the positives, look for the positives, like, you know, be, be that break in someone's, you know, reality, that sort of, sad negative reality like instead of kind of amplifying it more um so I very much feel I guess the imposter that creeps up for me at the moment is so that my reality feels a little bit different um from a lot of people because you know like I've got kids at home as well you know we're in lockdown in Melbourne but I can see so much amazingness from being at home, the connections, um, you know, the way I get to still connect and help people. We get to go for walks. So I see this, but sometimes you get called you know, ignorant, like you feel like you should do more. You know, you should talk more about this stuff even though it's not helping so much because it's just maybe bringing more negativity to the situation, but people want you to talk more about it. But then on the other hand, if you are too much love and light, people don't like it, but if you, if you, if you join sort of the the many voices who are currently sad, who are, you know, experiencing really hardship, who are, you know, and they, and they really have reasons to feel the feelings that they feel. If I join them, I'm not helping them either because, you know, it's kind of like blind leading the blind then, isn't it? Or oh, trying to find a way through it. Amplifies it amplifies it, doesn't it? It amplifies it. It doesn't mm. really help. And the thing is, I mean, I'm not one to share memes um, that say you know do this or do that or feel this way or don't feel that way because again that doesn't help anyone it doesn't help people there it doesn't help the people that are suffering right um, but in imposter for me that whole syndrome is really amplified now because because of the way I feel because of what I'm trying to do bring that sort of positivity show people that you know we'll get through this it's going to be okay there's so much more on the other side but then at the same time. I'm kind of trying to convince people to believe in something they can't see. <clears> hmm. <throat> so I've got to go first here, right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I think as we share same beliefs around, you know, food and animals, and again, it's that mm-hmm. whole, mm, you don't want to push it on people. You don't want to convince people, but you want to lead with example and you don't, you know, and that always kind of, comes up against people who don't like it, people who disagree, people who will try to convince you are wrong, right? It's always like at any moment, at any time, you can feel that imposter syndrome within you. The only difference, I guess, between me and maybe someone who really feels it and is stuck in it is that I can see the beast for what it is now, and I'm like, ah, I see you. I know what's happening here. All right, let's shift this.
0: Yeah. So did, could you always see it? Did it ever like just sit there with you and hold you back? Like you, you can see that that happens for other people. Did that ever happen for you?
1: Yeah. So I always think that if you want to work with your with spirits, with your guides, whether it's you know, professionally or just have them in your life, you will undergo the biggest healing, the biggest shifts, the biggest things because in order to connect with them, in order to receive the messages, again, it's not about the things you do. It's not about the techniques that you use to practice it or whether you're born with this gift or not. It's about going into these you know, shadows, as we call it, you know, and, and acknowledging, oh, that's something that keeps coming up for me. So I can allow it to kind of grow bigger and stop me or what can I do to shift it so that then I can be this clear channel. It always comes back to... See, for us, it feels like in order to connect, we have to be a clear channel. So in order to be a clear channel, you have to get rid of the noise, the clutter, the chatter, the opinions, the thoughts that are in your head, you know, the beliefs. So every time you will be reminded of it, and this was so much for me, like I was like waiting for, like when I think the first psychic said, you're clairvoyant, I thought I'm going to see a ghost, like Patrick Swayze Ghost, right? And that doesn't happen to everyone. And it doesn't happen if you have fears, whether they're conscious or subconscious, right? So, again, I go, like, okay, how do I shift it? How do I move it? How do I see them? How do I experience them? How do I hear them more? And in order to do that, that's where you got to you got to do all this work, right? So, imposter syndrome for me, as it started popping up, not just that I felt um, inferior to standing alongside my you know my heroes, my mentors, but it was more, well, who am I to do this work? Who am I to tell people this? Right. And so I had to move out of this. I had to learn how to shift this because otherwise I would not be able to bring through information. I would not be able to help. And you know, part of this in imposter syndrome is really fear that's sort of disguised as, you know, imposter syndrome right so it's fear really
0: and uh my my coach calls it the itty bitty shitty committee right i'm kind of wondering now is the voice of guides different to the voice of the itty bitty shitty committee like can you tell which one's which yeah because this is the thing everyone is connected
1: i'm not anything special that i get this special you know guy talking to me we all have it and we just don't realize this is what it is right uh often my students go like oh i've been hearing this voice and i thought it's just my thoughts but here's the thing Your guides, okay. So if you get the the the, you know, let's say you get these thoughts like, "Who are you to be doing this? You're not good enough. Look at her; she's doing better." That's not your guides because your guides don't have an ego. They're not. They're here to help you and guide you. So they're not going to stand there and tell you all the negative things to deter you. Um, That's your ego talking. That's you know those you know your as I like to say, your reptilian part of the brain is bringing up all this rubbish, uh, all those memories all those uh, chatter to keep you in this pattern of like, you know, just being you, you're smaller you because now you're safe. But your guides are usually the ones like, you know, let's say, I wonder, Rosie, if this happened to you. You're having a shower, you're not thinking about anything in particular, fully relaxed. And all of a sudden, this idea pops in or this stream of conversation. And you're like, holy crap. Before you realize so you're having like this conversation in your head and it all just flows. Maybe it's a post, right? Or maybe when you're driving,
0: those are your guys. Oh, driving is my favorite for that. Lately, I've been yeah. messaging people through like the voice one because I'm like, I've just got to tell you, this is what's in my head right now. Yes, right? <laughs> this is the thing. I used to actually have to pull over
1: and I couldn't even type it up quickly enough. So I had my voice memo and I'm like recording it. Um, That's from your guides. And they're usually like all these divine ideas. Now we could sit here and argue that, you know, um, these ideas come from you or through you. The thing is your guides essentially don't really care whether you take credit for it or whether you say I'm receiving this information from them. They really don't care because we're so... On the same mission, that it doesn't matter whether you're the puppet or whether you're the hand behind the puppet moving the puppet, right? As long as we're doing good here, (laughs) I love that. Yeah, I always say this to my students. I because they go like, so should I be telling people that I'm receiving these messages from my guides? But then what if they think I'm crazy? And I'm like, no, it doesn't matter. Do what feels good for you. Because the thing is this, and this is what my guide said: Imagine if you are in, you know, running this little. Puppet show, right? And you've got your audience and you're standing there behind, no one can see you, they can just see the puppets and they're laughing and they're having a good time. Do you care that they're laughing, that they laugh at the puppets and not at you actually going, oh my God, she's so smart, look how she's moving the puppet? No, who cares, right? We're laughing at the show, the puppets, what you're putting on there. But it's still you, it's still coming from you. So that's what our guides go like. It doesn't matter, we're all kind of connected. And it's all coming through as long as you're here to do good. So if you get any thoughts that are not so good, like, you know, go stick it to her or, like, tell her this or, like, you know, tear her down or tell her she's copying you, that's not your guides. Mm -hmm. You know, Rose, it's my favourite thing is when someone slips into my messenger and says, you know, your guides or my guides or whatever have told me to message you and tell you that you need to work with me. All right. Please guys don't have an ego they will not push anyone they will push you it will be like you'll be drawn to someone you know but they will not say hey you need to come and work with me right like I would. <laughs> you will never get this from me <laughs>
0: oh that's so funny i might start using that in my marketing yeah why not i absolutely love it's really resonated with me that guides don't have an ego so the second there's ego involved you can start to sort of compartmentalize those messages and and step back as you said at the start step back and go hey whoa whoa, whoa, i see what you're doing here um And this is not in my best interest. This is, yeah. It, you do need to kind of disconnect yourself from it, don't you? Yes.
1: Yeah, so I always say go, like, take a step back. Like when this kind of this thought comes in and you're like, oh, was this my guide? So was that my imagination, my ego? i like, take a step back and just go like kind of, hmm, are you being neutral? Like, you know, like, for example, if my, if let's say someone said something on the internet, right, that was negative, a troll. And my first instinct is, uh, and I call it instinct, not intuition. But my first reaction, let's say, is tell them off, like tell them how dare they, right? That's ego, right? So my guys always say, take five seconds, just take five seconds. Don't respond straight away, take five seconds. And then in that moment, I'm like, hmm, okay. What's going on for them? They probably had a bad day. This, da, 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 right? That's my guides are like inviting me into this conversation. Like have a think about it. Like just see them as a human here, having their own little experience. Things are happening. They don't have the manual like you do, right? We're not all awakened. We're not all having access to these. I mean, we have access, but we're not aware that we have this information at our fingertips. That's not even, but here with us around us. And so this human had possibly a really bad day. God knows what's happening for them. Maybe just sprinkle some love. Usually this is what my guides say, sprinkle some love. <laughs> so, yeah, so there's always this thing. And I think for my students mostly it's, um, is that my imagination or is that guides? Is that my ego? Is that guides? So I'm like, if it's not in your interest, if it's not in the interest of that person, it's your ego and it's not even like your ego is a bad thing like some people would say possessed by the devil or something (laughs) your ego is here to keep you alive your ego is here to keep you stuck in your pattern right and your pattern feels safe now the only problem is that your human mind can't tell the difference between a good pattern that serves you and a pattern that's not beneficial to you. So this, the best example is with smokers, for example, a smoker, you know, if you want to quit smoking, that's a good thing, but your mind goes, uh oh, hang on a minute. No, no, no. Cause now look what's happening to us. Right. We like to be in this pattern because now we're safe. We know we're going to get our next hit at 12. We know we're going to go to lunch. We're going to have that next hit. Right. So A lot of us kind of who don't understand give into it and we think, oh, ego is bad. Ego is not bad. It's just you got to know how to um, tickle the ego, keep it friendly, keep it there, but don't give
0: it too much power. Yeah, because, I mean, in business you need to have some ego. You have to because you need to be um, like ego is all about self-preservation and sometimes that's, I mean, usually that's about staying safe, but safety can be around making those sales and keeping other people below you or making sure that you're ahead of the pack and all those sorts of things. And so um, it can be both good or bad. So um, I don't know if this is your area. I just wanted your opinion on this. How how can people kind of I suppose it's based on your own experiences. Everyone's got their own filter about what is good and bad ego, like what ego to listen to and what not to listen to. That's an individual filter, isn't it? Well, see, it
1: depends whether you're connected with your guides. Not, and I often when I say this, I feel like I'm... Um, you know, trying to sign up to a sect, like, listen to, you know. But <laughs> I promise you I don't. I just want to really make sure that everyone understands because the old paradigm was, you know, there's only a selected few who are connected, who are spiritual, who are psychic, and the rest of us are minions and we don't have the power. But actually... Working with your guides, like having, like even exit, like knowing that you have this higher self, you have your intuition, like we all have our intuition. If guides feel weird for you, if higher self feels weird for you or connecting to the source feels weird for you, listen to your intuition. And when you listen to your intuition, your intuition usually tells you, right, it's just that in that moment, if you want to react or, um, do something that will you might regret, right? And you kind of know this. I'm like, mm, am I reacting now because my, I'm emotionally involved and, you know, I'm seeing red and I want to just charge at this person? Or, like my guide said, take five seconds, cool off, and just take a higher sort of bird's-eye view of the situation and go like, okay, what do I need to do here? And like, even responding to clients, so many times, like, a client – Now, see, I don't – okay, so here's the thing. And I've worked in, you know, different industries and, you know, ran multiple businesses and when I worked for someone – I hated customer service. I always hated when they said customer is always right and stuff. And I thought I'm really bad at um, dealing with clients. But when I was working for myself, I realized I'm actually awesome. I am really good because the thing is I always give my clients the time to explain, To you know, say, do I have my boundaries down and let them, I don't know, um, force me into something that doesn't feel ethically good or doesn't align with my work ethics no but I want every client who comes or every person that comes into my sphere to feel heard to feel understood to feel like when they come into my sphere they will be taken care of right So again, sometimes ego has to be pushed aside and go like, maybe they just need a bit of love. Maybe they're reacting this way, you know. And I have to tell you, Rosie, when I really go from my heart, work with everyone, not assuming that people are out to get me or trying to scare me or, you know, trying to get a bargain, I don't get these type of clients at all. But I always make sure, just like with spirit, my boundaries are up. You know, I, I know, you know, like uh, how far we can go, how far we can't go, um, and I always come with love first. So that's me. But I know that takes maybe, because um, it
0: wasn't always like that, so maybe that takes practice. Maybe that takes the self-awareness. Takes bravery. I think it's a really brave space to be in um, because the more we, like I, I lead with my heart um and and unfortunately that has resulted in situations where I feel like okay um I shouldn't have allowed that or um that person's now taken advantage or whatever it might be but then the next day I'm like oh I want to do this again and then I'll I'll go out there and so the last few opportunities I've had in business to kind of really um just lead with my heart I've been really kind of sort of like not i've been hesitant i still do it because that's who i am but i'm more vocal about what's playing out in my head with people it's probably scary for them but i just go this is my this is my filter mm-hmm. and this is so this is the result of that filter and this is what i want to do but i've got this filter help me out so that we can still <laughs> do this thing and i think it's a really it's such a tough thing to do based on You know, depending on, as I said, what your filter is and what your personal experience is. So having the people around you who respect and nurture that or having access and listening out for those guides, as you say, are all tools to help you kind of push through those um, constant questions and concerns in your head, yeah? Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. And the thing is, this is, I just want to insert this because I absolutely love the way I see you appear because remember how last week in panic mode, I was like, oh my God, did I miss a recording? And you were so cruisy and easygoing. And you're always like that. This is like, I'm like, wow, you're so chilled out. You must be so good with your energy and, you know, controlling your own energy. And, And this is like, something that i you know i'm passionate about but this is also a form of how i help i guess my clients is i i make them see that they're not in charge of other people's energies they're just in charge of their own energy so if you get someone like you can be nice and kind and come from a loving place but still have your boundaries up but just the way you say it right you don't have to go straight away attacking right um but here's the thing sometimes You can't cushion someone else's experience just because you want to protect them from, you know, hearing a no and possibly crumbling, right? Um, Or if you, let's say, raise your prices and it feels good for you and then someone says, oh, you charge too much. Now, if you... and say well let me give you a discount then you're kind of robbing them of that learning that experience perhaps healing their own money wounds right you're robbing them and it takes a piece out of you because it makes you maybe not straight away you may not realize it then (coughs) pardon me but you will eventually see that huh so i'm not worthy my services aren't worthy because that's where your mind is very good at reminding you when it comes to like, you know, something big. They're like, remember that time where you said you're going to charge this much and then someone came in first chance, they questioned your prices and what did you do? You lowered your price. So there you go. You're not worthy. There you go. You're not worthy investing. You're not worthy charging more. So I feel like it's just really being in charge of just your own energy and understanding that, you know what? the way people react to what you put out, as long as your intentions are good, it doesn't really matter, right? That's their experience. You're having your own experience and you possibly are connected by, you know, life lessons that you guys help each other.
0: Mm. uh, Yeah, you could be, yeah. People don't take credit for the lessons that um, they're putting out each and every day with their interactions, do they? Yeah, yeah. It's like even that last week I was like, huh, I need to be more relaxed like
1: Rosie because I was in panic mode. I was like, oh, my God, I'm running late for this, you know, interview. And then you said, but it's next week. I'm like, there you go. you got to slow down. you got to read the whole message properly. But
0: I was so panicky. You know what's funny? I did the same. Well, not the same thing. Yesterday I was supposed to be in, um, I had a, a call and I did not see the zoom link for that anywhere. And I'm wait, I'm just sitting there going, I don't know what's happening. Are they calling me? What's going on? And then I get a message from them going, you know, what's happening? And I'm like, I don't know where the zoom link is. And I'm thinking, yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and they've got, it was emailed. I can re-email it. So I do a quick search in my inbox, like for the keywords and stuff. And I just wrote back to them going, oh, dang it, found it I'll see you in a sec and that was as stressed as I got about it but in the past I would have been like but yeah now yeah Yeah, Yeah. um, I kind of I'm more selective like I'll still rage about things definitely but (laughs) I'm more selective about um what I will allocate that rage to (laughs)
1: right yeah but that's the thing and it's still learning this is what I always say you're here learning these life lessons For the whole term like you're not here life lesson is not something that once you you know a situation happens and you master it you're like dang i can tick that one off no 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 the universe will keep popping it up to make sure that you really anchored it in because often life lessons have carried through lifetimes and so it's not a quick little one situation fix so you know the pattern might repeat itself till you're like, okay, I get it now. Like I know it. I'm I'm there now. I I I'm not stressing out about this anymore. You can let like, go of that life lesson and bring on the next one. And If you don't mind, please move on. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Right. And even yeah. like you know, I, I mean, with us, we we had a a bit of a delayed start here, and you know, it just as easily, you could have been like, holy crap, what is happening? Where is she? da 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 da. da right. And I could have been like. Ugh, I was sitting here, I'm waiting. We were like, I don't know what was happening. But sometimes, you know how with um, technology, you end up in two different rooms and it's not this one's fault. It's not this one's fault. It's like technology and you just kind of miss each other. But if we start getting angry and upset about thinking the other person is probably letting me down, oh, my God, she's so responsible, or she always, you know, we just waste a lot of energy for nothing. And it yeah. wasn't even the other person's
0: fault, right? <laughs> and you can, you can lose massive amounts of energy. I think last year or the year before, I was doing some online training and Facebook kept booting me out. And the last, the last one, <laughs> I should share this as a link, um, was basically me, I was like fuming and I was like, I'm just on here to let you know that I am now beyond being able to train anyone because my furious my like fury levels are out of control and I now need to step away (laughs) I just like end (laughs) like just go just go that's so amazing
1: though see the self awareness like so it's okay to do that because you know, I always say you don't want to come, you don't want to come from the wrong place. You don't want to be coming from this angry place because then your delivery will be different, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and having this self-awareness and kind of going, you know what, let's nip this in a now. Let's just have a little break. We'll yeah. come back to this or we'll reschedule or we'll do something else. I feel like it's so much better than kind of pushing, pushing, pushing. Um, And I always believe that everything happens in divine time. Everything is meant to happen as it happens. You know, uh, I don't believe that a future is set in stone. You know, we have free will. But I do believe that synchronicities happen for a reason. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, definitely. And I'm a big believer too that, you know, the universe is listening and testing and um, so you've got to be careful what you throw out. Whether you're thinking it or saying it or doing it, you've got to be careful what you throw out. And I think um, for a lot of people, that's actually a really massive element for the imposter syndrome because they kind of sit in it and they um, allow that. And they might complain about it and, and be thinking about it all the time. And from from my understanding of like with my life journey, the universe is just going to give you more of it because it seems to be what you're wanting because that's what you're focusing on. And so having yeah having a that, that's why that step back the step back is so powerful. Stepping back and go okay well what's going on here. Where do I want to be feeling? Like, what's the area, you know, the vibe that I want to be feeling each and every day, and how can I just consciously step across to that? To the in the end, that's just going to be kind of where I hang out, um, because you can very, very easily just stay there. Yes,
1: yes. I see. It's interesting because my uh, my astral team always goes like this: Imagine you're a magnet, and you're in front of you is a pile of nails, and you're going to attract those nails but if you just step aside a little bit behind you there could be like you know glitter wonderful you know sequence and stuff all this lovely thing and all you had to do is just step away from this slightly to the left and all of a sudden you're attracting different things right but also the universe is a great teacher and I always say you know if you or for me I should say for me whenever I say something like you know, this is how it is, you know, you just got to lead with love, just be kind, just see the human, you know, in this person, something will always happen in my universe. It's like this thing here, talking the talk, let's see if you can walk the walk, right? And I'm like, oh, well played, well played. But it's so good because it's kind of like, you know, being a coach who has had a fantastic life, never felt, you know, uh, unworthy or never had any issues with self-love, but they decide I want to help women with self-love, so I'm going to take a course, I'm going to become a professional coach, ticks off all the boxes, right, and then goes and teaches. But then you have a person who had all these horrendous things happen to them, bullying, you know, they suffered from, you know, lack of love, you know, and they overcame it. And now they're using this to have this deeper understanding and help other people. But they go like, well, I'm not a professionally trained coach, so I don't know if I can step into this arena. But I go like, you know what? But you've got all this life experience. So if nothing else, whatever you want to call yourself, but you have this life experience and you can connect with your client on that deeper level not to say that the other coach isn't as well but it's just different and so i've got different type of qualifications yes different yeah. type of qualifications but i feel like sometimes we think if we don't have i mean obviously i wouldn't encourage anyone to go and do brain surgery if you haven't actually you know gone mm. through medical school <laughs> and done all that you know that's probably not a not a good thing you know but you know like even for me the things that i say my guides always remind me in my world like remember this is what happened this is how you dealt with it so now you can so I don't just tell them stuff that they tell me but I tell them okay and when this happened to me this is how I dealt with it this is how I released the energy this is how I moved past it you know and it constantly they remind me you know like of all these things so that I don't just bring through these wise words but then behind scenes I'm like this means Person, it's just like a keyboard warrior, you know, like uh, you know, getting angry at everyone.
0: <laughs> you've, you've got, yeah. Some people learn better from theory, and others from case studies. So for me, yeah, it's the case studies, and I'm the same as you. That's how I teach, um, and I, I, I love that I have in business. I have stuffed up things, I have broken things, I have said the wrong thing, and you know, I'm still here. Um, you know bruised and scarred and battered but still loving it and um, and that is a really really great um, qualification yeah. to then be able to support other people and I you know it took me a long time to start sort of coaching and teaching other VAs because I was always like well who am I like as you're saying who am I I, I don't have any qualifications around that and you know I've I, I'm no bigger or better, and I'm not making a million dollars a year and all this sort of thing and it's not about that at all it's about how you can connect with certain people who you're meant to connect with and help them move forward towards what it is that they're trying to achieve.
1: It's as simple as that, yes, well, you know what's interesting, Rosie. I actually just remembered how i how how i um stumbled into your world I remember there was a free event and you and and you were part of the lineup and this would have been maybe 2019 that you were part and um maybe it was I don't know what it was organized by now a mutual friend or my ex-coach business coach but you were one of the presenters mm-hmm. Had, and I, and you had that pink hair, which I love pink hair anytime, time. Like, I love the pink hair. I know. This is, like, what I want, right? My <laughs> hair was washed out there. I'm due for a hairdresser. But anyways, um, I remember watching you and I was connecting with you because I got, like, oh, my God. You know, like, the way you spoke, like, it just – and I cannot even remember what it was. It was possibly business help, something, you know, that you were – but I was, like, so – for a lack of a better word, activated by your words and the way you wear. And it was, you know, if you ask me, like, what made you stand out more than the other presenters that were also women in business, I can't even say, okay, the hair. But, <laughs> you know, it was just something. And then when I clicked through your profile and I'm like, oh, my god, she's a vegan too. <laughs> we need to be friends. Um you know, we have, uh, you know, like that in common as well. And I'm like, there was something, right. There was something. And, um, and I know like it's with some people, you just want to have them. Like, I want to have you in my friend list. Cause we never know how our worlds will collide. You know, I know you run and you've done, do you do triathlons or marathons? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing stuff. And, and, you know, I know you're busy as well. And there were a few moments where I'm like, Oh, We need to have something together, and it will happen, right? It will happen. Yes. Um, But I just go. This is how I connected with you, right? There were possibly other VAs there, like you know. And but that's how I go. Like, okay, this person stands out to me, and the only way I can explain it is the energy, right? The energy. So we always we actually don't realize how powerful our energy is. You know, it's not just what you say, what certificates you have, but the way you step into your arena and present the stuff that you do know. You don't need to know more than X, Y, Z. You don't need to know more than the influential, whatever, super VA. You just need to know, you know, your stuff Mm -hmm. and just allow it to come through because your people will connect with that. They will connect with that. Right? Like, like you said, your words, it's something.
0: That's so awesome. <laughs> that is the coolest thing ever. But it is like that. I actually saw someone the other day, um, a webinar. So I was watching just two different webinars. They're all pre-recorded. One of them, I was like, oh, yeah, 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 that's nice. And the other one, as soon as I saw her t- start talking, I was like, oh, I don't know. I just instantly felt more of a connection. Um, and and it is around how, yeah, how they show up, how they present um, the quirkiness of them, the quirky level, that's always a factor. Um, but, yeah, just owning owning what you bring to the table and and being, as I love that you said, you don't need to know more than you know. Some people feel like they've got to keep getting qualifications and more and more and more before they can finally go, yeah, I'm actually good at this. Well, everyone around them is going, can you not see how amazing you are? It's And it breaks their hearts just to go, you don't see it, and I can see that you don't see it. And yeah, what can you do,
1: yeah. Yeah. isn't that amazing? That's the thing. This is what I mean. It's like, if you don't have to worry about all that, all you have to worry is just like I have this little ritual that I do always before any life. And I'm like, if you can center yourself, just be present, just acknowledge your energy that you have a presence that you will know the right things will flow out. Like, even in my any of my sessions, I don't have notes, nothing is pre-thought out pre-planned because for me i'm not saying this is how it has to run but for me um if i have notes in any of my sessions i actually get sidetracked because sometimes i've got guides talking and bringing through information and then I'm looking at my notes and I often say it feels to me like I'm talking to one of my kids and then the other kid is talking to me at the same time like me, blah, blah, blah and I can't hear them but I can't concentrate on a conversation so for me notes actually doesn't help um, now the other thing is like the stuff that I'm talking about I, I this is something good for you um, to, to kind of show uh, imposter syndrome because When things like soul groups, you know, star seats were coming through, I never had an affinity for, you know, Star Wars planets. I still can't keep track of where all the different star seats are from. But one thing that my mentor said from the beginning is, till you know your stuff from your guides, don't go looking for it on the internet because it will muddle up the stuff. There's so many, you know, because we're tapping into stuff that's, you know, it's not a fact. It's just, the way we receive the information goes through our filters. Sometimes you will have people saying one thing, then you go to another website, they contradict her, They have a different experience and it can get very confusing. Mm. So I had to really listen to that as it was coming through. Uh, trust, um, whatever is coming through about these star seats, soul groups and have enough faith to kind of go like well I don't know if I know as much as this person that was doing channeling like you know for 20 years I don't know if I'm bringing through the same thing as Edgar Casey, but this is the stuff and it landed with people and it was resonating and I always say you know what whatever I tell you put it through your filter if it doesn't resonate it's absolutely fine I'm sure there's someone else out there who you will resonate more maybe you'll get your own information but this is how I'm bringing it through, right? This mm-hmm. is how, and I think the best way, I don't know if you know, my favorite story is like the story of the six blind man and the elephant. And that is like probably the best way I always beat imposter syndrome. I'm like, just imagine you are like this blind man who's standing in front of this part of the elephant and that's what you're experiencing. But someone else might be somewhere else, right? Experiencing something different. It's okay. You bring your stuff to the table.
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I saw that you had that post there the other day about, um, and I haven't read it yet, about the elephant. And the my man. my favourite story. It's so good. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I'll have to grab that and we'll put it with this. Now, on that note, we're going to have to finish up. We've run out of time, but um, clearly we could talk about this all day, every day. And I think one of the key things to remember that I actually, um, yeah, really heard then is, and I'm a big believer of, is one, we're all human and we keep forgetting that each other is human and that we've all got our own experiences and filters that we're experiencing things with and that means that very little is absolute and utter fact um, and we need to remember that day to day and sort of, be, as you said, sprinkle a little love and be kind to yourself and to everyone around you. Thank you so much for coming along and having that chat today. I've absolutely loved it and, um, yeah, we're going to be doing lots of stuff in the future. So, people, keep your eyes open. We will. Thank
1: you, Rosie, for having me. This was so beautiful and thank you, everyone, for listening.
0: Hey, 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 thank you for listening to the Virtually Yours podcast, Outsourcing Mysteries Exposed. Between now and our next session, I know you're going to be hanging out to take some action on outsourcing in your business. So head on over to virtuallyyours.com.au and you can download some information there about the best ways to outsource for business growth. If you're a virtual assistant, make sure you join us. We have an amazing virtual assistant community at Virtually Yours, Aussie VA's connecting and helping each other grow. Have a fantastic day and I'll see you at the next podcast.